Collins is next. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to Fun Point, a podcast where two friends force each other to listen to new music. I'm Eddie Colazzo, and with me as always is Brooks Oglesby. Hello, from England. Hey. Oh, hello, governor. Hello, hello. Did you miss us? <laughs> oh, we're back again. We're back again. I, I became right? Australian for a second. Uh-huh. But, That's um, not a knife. No, hey, hey, good day. Hey. That, whenever I, I think of Australian people, like everyone who talks Sleep like that, I think of... I think of Colin Mockery's bad Australian impression on Who's Line, sure. where he just says, hey, good day, and, and that's how they'll talk <laughs> that's to a me. It's pre- a pretty good Colin Mockery as an Australian person. As an Australian, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, it's been in my brain for the past fucking 16 yeah. years. So. I'm Steve-O, this is Wild Boys. Oh, okay. Hello, Steve-O. Yeah. Great to have you here. Um, Today we are talking about our good friend Thom York. We're, uh, <laughs> we're going a little Thom mode. Oh uh, yeah, I'm I'm shifting it to thumb mode for Radio's head. Um, are you a Radiohead man, or was this kind of your phase two? Let's just see how this goes. Type the thing of... is, I this is one of the albums that when I was like 13 and I was trying to get into music, at least mm-hmm. like enough to be pretentious about it and be like, most people listen to Justin Bieber, but I listen to the top album on RateYourMusic.com, like that kind of thing. Yeah, I, I I only listen to one of the most critically acclaimed albums of all time. Yeah. Like, so I made myself, I like, I put this on my iPod touch back in the day because I was told it was good and I Mm -hmm. I wanted to be smart, which I also did for like Beck Odele and Uh like a Beastie Boys, like Paul's Boutique, Beastie Boys. Like, I I wasn't even particularly into them, but uh I made myself listen to it because I thought it was like playing one of those Nintendo DS games that like, I feel like, I feel like a a friend's like older relative, like an uncle or something, like we were at. It was during the summer and you we were at some time of type of barbecue or something. And he had like the first generation iPod that had like buttons and shit on it. And I feel I was like, oh, shit, this is the future. And, and it said like Radiohead was playing on it. Sure. So that's that's what I think of like, yes, this is this is what I will do when I am an adult. I'll have an iPod and I'll listen to Radiohead on it. Man, do you remember um, and, the hmm? first time you saw an iPod in like the parking lot of your youth group? And mm-hmm. one of the uh, like one of your their small group leaders was like, "Hey, come over here. You got to listen to this. It's so good." And then he put in his headphones into your ear, and it was the Kool Aid Man skit from Tank Cook. That's exactly what Steve Jobs intended his product to be used for. <laughs> and he was right. It was fu- it was very funny. It was yeah. You glass That's great bastard. Shit. It's so funny. That's it's uh oh yeah is yeah. what I say when, <laughs> when that happens. Yeah. But yeah, okay, computer is uh, good too. Um, yeah, it's a pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> it's good too. Um, did you hear that uh, Radiohead mainstay Nigel Godrich, which is if I asked you mm. to come up with the name of a British person, that's what you would come up with. Um, mm. He was talking about the recordings of this, and he said this was not Neanderthal rock and roll. It was very uh, high okay. thinking, conceptual, moving forwards yeah, it, in terms of sonics and beautiful songs. Yeah, no one on this, uh, none of us got into the studio and uh, no one decided to yell guitar. Literally so, uh, <laughs> going into like the IRC chat in 1997 and being like, mm-hmm. 1994, Nirvana, goodbye music. Yeah, <laughs> music today, I want to rock. <laughs> music then, canon in D. Oh, this hey is what there, made... baby. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> it's, it's it's me, the Big Bopper, here in the studio with Elvis Presley. Oh, I'm, a, I'm a Elvis. Uh, God, it's I w- 1994, baby. Oh. I wish Elvis was on that plane. 
I wish. <laughs> Elvis, you're gonna be late for your flight. Oh, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta oh. eat this big. I gotta eat this nasty sandwich, baby. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna put food on my peanut butter sandwich. I'm gonna uh, hold on. I gotta eat my sandwich. Hold on. Hold on. The gate. The plane's taking off. <laughs> All right. I, I even remember, like, as a kid and my, again, my older relatives being like, Elvis was the king and he was, like, the champion of music. And I'd heard it and he'd be sing a song about his fucking shoes. And I'm like, you like this? <laughs> like, what's wrong with you? Like, this is good? I'm, no. so, I'm so sorry in advance when I make you listen to his comeback album because it's, uh, it's it's good. Okay, I mean, if that he had to come back from singing about his shoes. He sang so. about his shoes for 12 years, and then he went into the <laughs> army, and he defeated communism, and then he did a couple of movies, and then he came back and put out one good album, and then he died. Thank, thank you so much. That's why you're the king. And he, 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 uh, he, he gave, like, 500 roadside diners... Some, like mm-hmm. advertising forever by being like Elvis ate here once. Elvis ate here one time, and he he, he Elvis came in here he to order it. his big nasty sandwich, and we didn't have it, so he left. But he still took a picture here. <laughs> we should have the next anyway. meet up at Graceland. Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's all go to Graceland. I'm smoking. We're gonna weed have in the jungle room. It's gonna be a fun like so. Um, it's like we start at Graceland, we go to Dollywood. But as long as like it ends up, though, dude, it's so good. As long as it, the last stop has to be Paisley Park, yeah. And then we just kind of like look at it, and they won't let us in, so we (laughs) we have to leave. That's where Brad Paisley's from. Yeah, of course, I'm a big fan. Um, speaking of music legends, it's Thom. It's Thom. Um, I again, my entire like knowledge and concept of Radiohead is that they Mm -hmm. put out Creep, and everyone says that's not what Radiohead sounds like. So yeah, they have Modest Mouse disease a little bit. Uh huh. Um, but it, it was, if you want to hear, um, kind of like odd kind of, uh, machinery and like spacey guitars as a guide goes like, over it, then like, this is the album for you. Yeah. It's, if you want to hear a guy falling off the Looney Tunes Roadrunner cliff as, the, yeah, as like for, the for, Windows 95 <laughs> sound plays, like this is the album <laughs> for you. Yeah. I, I, I frequently you get like error, like doom, doom. Like the error message, and then he comes back and he's like falling from a different. Yeah, he'll just be yeah, like, he'll like, he'll be like inertia, and then you'll hear like you've got mail, and it's like, damn, yeah. this is so, this is so good, and I mean, this it. this is from, god damn, this really is from the nineties. Yeah, this is what it's a good insight on like what weird guys were like before nine eleven. Yeah, which like again, not judging by um, you know, modern standards, but it is very much kind of the. Stere- if there was a guy in a in like a '90s movie who was supposed to be like the intellectual that like you make fun of, like it would be it would be Tom on this album. Yeah, Tom absolutely. Um, I did appreciate that multiple songs on here were about dying in various vehicular accidents. Which like is, yeah, that's, that's another sort of modest mouse thing. It's like yeah, being yeah. With car accidents. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh, it. First song is Airbag. Yeah. Um. Well, let me go over to. Yeah, so this this one was uh, slightly evil. Yeah, I was I was happy to get a little bit of evil on the. It's, uh, it's on when the first people track. say that OK Computer is like deep and rich and complex. They're never talking about the instruments because there's no way of knowing what any instrument is at any time. What they're talking about is how Airbag sounds evil, but it's also about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. It's about so so that's the that's the route you took on this one. The way I went is. If you didn't tell me what band, if you just gave me these lyrics and said what band sang the song, 
I would say Coheed and Cambria. Sure. It's about it's about man your own jackhammer, juggernaut, an interstellar burst of the innocent I am born again. That's Coheed and that's Coheed and Cambria. Absolutely. Shit. But but in this it's like Tom talking about his life experience about almost dying in a car crash, but in in Coheed it'll be about a guy named like Gil Gilgamer Famaron and <laughs> And then he dies in the next song. Uh, I can't wait for Dune. Can't wait to see him in Dune. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's see what's what's going on in Dune. Yeah. You gonna you gonna see um the Green Man? I, I'm probably. I mean, I'm probably gonna find find Green Man online because I live in, I live in Florida, so I'm, I'm not really going outside these days. Um, I did write an entire so from one of my British literature classes. I did write an entire paper that was just fellas. Is it gay if the Green Man says see you in a year? And then I got like an a minus on it all right so it's gonna be a good movie i think it's gonna be we we like that we like the actor he's nice we like yeah we like our our good personal friend dev yeah. so some do great did you notice that this dude sometimes he says polysyllabic words with one syllable it's really fucked up do you have an example like in uh at the and he's like in the next world you know at the beginning of the song yeah he says in a jackknife juggernaut but he says juggernaut mm-hmm. with one syllable he literally says, That's... jackknife, G.I. <laughs> it takes, that's that's the type of, you know, uh, it, like, that's what music needed in the 90s to really get past uh, Neanderthal rock and roll. They were they were dealing with Twista at the time, who was taking up all the syllables. Exactly. So there, was, there wasn't enough to go, to go around. <laughs> so what, if we, what if we did less? Um, also, this, uh, even though, like, knowing the album was called OK Computer, I was just like, well, that's just a name and it doesn't mean anything. But there are lasers and, and spaceships and shit on Yeah, the, they, on they the recorded first. this in like a laser tag arena, which I thought was cool. Yeah, the the two kind of... The, so I, I think there's three different... Um, you know, you know, themes don't exist. Um, but if they did, there are three on this, on this album that I could pick out. Um, one is, um, what if computers were real? Mm-hmm. Number two is, what if aliens were real? And number three is, uh, what if uh, car crashes were real? Right, yeah. You know, the, you know that Bill the... Gates, he heard this in 1997, and that's where he came up with the idea to make a computer. Yeah, he said, I have to make Windows 98 right now. He said, damn, and that robot gonna sounds cool. I'm going to make Microsoft that, Word sound like that. That's Yeah, I can't wait to have a little, a little fellow that loads up in your typing program and says, hello, I'm Tom York. <laughs> Work is hard. Yeah. So true. Oh, don't you hate going to work every day? <laughs> Aren't you... Have commute, uh, missionary sex yeah. with wife. Missionary, yeah. <laughs> 2.5 children in your house. <laughs> watch SummerSlam with family. Watch watch SummerSlam. Pay full price for SummerSlam pay-per-view. <laughs> cheer, cheer baby face. Boo heel. Boo heel. Complain on r slash squared circle. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Uh... It's Paranoid a, Android? Yeah. Airbag is mm-hmm. just a song about how, it's, you know, the thesis of the album. It's Technology can be bad, car, but it can also be mm-hmm. very good, airbag. Airbag, like yeah, how, exactly. It's like how cell phones, they're bad for your brain. For it's most the people. drill Im- impossible to say if it's good yeah. or bad. Tweet. Like, cell phones are bad, mm-hmm. but they also allow me to go on Twitter all day, which is very good. So it's, mm-hmm. yeah. And this is usually, as we get into Paranoid Android, let me just say that prior to picking this for Fun Point, you, what I would usually do with this album is... I would be like, oh, I want to go listen to good music. And I would put on Airbag and I'd be like, that's pretty good. And then I would switch over to Karma Police. And then I would be like, I've had enough. The other songs are scary. I've had enough of this. I'm going to I'm going to put on Kanye West. 
Yeah, I'm, that's what I'm, I'll listen to. Yeah, now. I'm gonna go listen to Get Em High real quick. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I need. Oh, this was too smart. I have to listen to New Workout Plan. <laughs> this isn't misogynistic enough. Yeah, I need to make my brain properly smooth again. So, so Paranoid Android, which I was thrilled to find out was the first single of of this uh-huh. album. Mm-hmm. Which is like I would I love to be the guy who got his ass kicked bringing this to like Applebee's karaoke night in 1997. Yeah, uh huh. This shit goes. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> Play electioneering. Yeah. Um. So again, this is one we have we have our uh, a fun point beef because in this one he says I may be paranoid but I'm no android. Um. Contrast this with Janelle Monet who was who was the android right well and it was like well, it's good to be janelle famously said computer dirty and tom yeah. is saying computer okay computer okay yeah it's fine <laughs> um remember so so we did have um yeah i was, I was trying to uh call back to your flirty commuter Sure, thing. I was also trying to dig 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 up some some jokes about that. Couldn't that that's what when I read your post saying that on Twitter, I say okay, computer, mm-hmm. and then I close the web, the web page. Sure. So, <laughs> um, I would have uh, a lot more to say about the song, but I haven't read Hitchhiker's Guide in like six or seven years. So I hey, I've never read it. Cool. So, um, bro, you don't even know who Zaphod Beeblebrox is. Cringe. I know, I know. Like people love to have their to for their eyes to go completely black and tilt their heads back and yell forty two. Yeah, they love um, to be like, "Don't forget to bring a towel," which is a reference to the Hitchhiker's it, Guide. It, it, is this is that a reference to the Hitchhiker's Guide or South Park? It's, it's South Park, but they they, they, they there's some <laughs> towel bullshit. It's Towel Day when it's like, see, I I could I could have believed like you could have just run that past me. Yeah, I we'll have talk no about idea. South Park later. <laughs> yeah, Gr- Grim Snot Beeblebop is in both Hitchhiker's Guide and <laughs> Kogut and Cambria's upcoming. Yeah, he, he can use Darkest album. Lariat and Setup Screen. He's a great Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh fuck! They gave Beastmont Beeblebore prankster. What the fuck? <laughs> he has prankster and infiltrator, bro. God damn! <laughs> what can't this guy do? Anyways, this anyway. is a song about Tom York calling you a little piggy. <laughs> yeah, you're a little piggy, aren't you? Aren't you like? Don't, don't you? Don't you love going to work and doing a job? You piece yeah, of I bet shit, you, bro. I bet you're over here buying products. Bro, you buy product with income? Couldn't be me. <laughs> buy product with income. With income. Be in Radiohead. Make make album. Okay, computer. Free credit report. Check. Dot, dot com. I have a structured settlement, and I need <laughs> cash now. <laughs> the best car insurance rates online. Go to the general. <laughs> <Go> <laughs> <and save some time. laughs> All right. Anyways, this song's fine. The ending rips though. Like when it when it when he says like from a great height and it gets I love it when he mm-hmm. I love it when he gets all the musical instruments together for a big a big sound There's, at the end. Uh, uh, relating to this doesn't specifically relate to being in a, a deadly car crash, but there are several moments on this album where it feels like someone's about to murder you. Sure. Um and and this is this is one of those. Mm-hmm. Um Subterranean homesick alien. Oh, you I don't feel like that's the man know which way the wind blows. Yeah. So, so does this have any? Is it just the title, or is there some type of? No, because I, I could, I didn't fucking see any any similarities really. Mm-hmm. Um, it it is it is Bobbert, our friend Dylan. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it it does seem very like, what if we took Bob Dylan and we uh we twisted it. Made a little, uh, what put a smile on that face. British. Yeah, what if we took it across the pond and then we said, <laughs> um, 
You know, you know, again, I really love going into albums that are like regarded to be, you know, like classic all time 1010 revolutionary. And sure. there's a song that's like, I wish I wasn't on an alien spaceship. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be there. Yeah. It's it, this is not my beautiful ship. This is not my beautiful wife. Like this shit's got space invader sounds in it. It's it does. It does really lean into the the boops and bleeps and, and so on. Yeah. Um, it's a song about how aliens, they look at the suburbs and they say, they take a picture and say, this is going in my cringe compilation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you're, then you're in the, sub- imagine going to, you get abducted by the aliens and you're they're They're like, uh, hello, I'm an alien. And you're walking through the ship and you see their cringe compilation and your house is there. Like on a Polaroid. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, uh, goddamn. Oh, uh, um, I don't know who lives there. Ha <laughs> ha. Anyway. Yeah, be me. Show me the rest of the ship, the beautiful ship, please. And then I'd like I, mm-hmm. it's it's a very sad song because Tom is like I, it's sad when you get abducted by aliens and then you tell your friends about it and they they put you in prison for it. They don't believe mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Well, once again, is this a Radiohead song or a Blink One Eighty Two song? Mm. I guess we'll never know. Um, yeah, I I do really just again take me on board their beautiful ship. <laughs> like just, <laughs> just clearly in awe of the. That's this is what um, Interstellar is about, right? It, this, I, this I haven't is, seen it. The so. song is way fucking better than Interstellar. <laughs> okay, because Matt Damon doesn't show up in it at the very end for no reason. Okay, I, I, I have, I still haven't seen it. It's on my list. You should. So. Spider Man Two is a much better movie than Interstellar, and I'm not kidding. And, and they cover similar, like topics. Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal's in it. Uh, yeah, what else do you need? Yeah. Oh, am I gonna have to watch Interstellar? Oh, all right. No, Jake Gyllenhaal's not in. He's in. He's in, okay. Good. No, thank God. He's in Spider Man. He's in yeah, Spider Man. Spider Man. He says, "Peter Parker, I'm nice. What's up?" Yeah. He says, "Hello. I'm the main character. I hope so. I'm in more of this." Let's movie. all go to Tony Stark's funeral again and mourn him more. Okay. Remember Tony Stark from Iron Man? He's back and he's better than ever. He's on the alien ship with us. He's on the alien ship. He's alive and he's he's he loves America more than ever. <laughs> I like the song when he says uptight uptight. I think it's fun. Okay. Yeah. Um I did have So so yeah, I know it's literally just um like a music term, but in in a quote from uh what some Johnny Greenwood, keyboardist, sure. another name that I would come up with mm-hmm. if you asked me to make up a British man. He says Hello, I'm Johnny Greenwood. I remember Tom playing a really fantastic few seconds of Subterranean Homesick Alien. Just a few bars. And I know bars is just, like, the term for, you know, measures of music, yeah, but it, it means it means dope lyrics. No, like, yeah, it means was, rhymes and... He was like, hey, Tom it's, was, it's me, Thom, check this out. Oh, Mama's in the basement mixing up the medicine. Yeah. <laughs> like, cool. Great shit, man. Put that on our critically acclaimed album, OK Computer. Yeah, maybe it was maybe it was like a the weekend situation where like he accidentally did Elton John without realizing it. Like Tom York just wrote subterranean homesick blues. Yeah, all right. I'm gonna okay. I hope you don't mind. I hope you don't mind. All right. (laughs) Uh, Let's see what we can do with this. Um, next up, exit music parentheses for a film. I didn't actually Um, know this was for a film until Genius. Yeah, um, Genius told me that this was original. This is just the. I'm finally uh, appreciative of genius like song histories because this is so fucking stupid that it was originally supposed to be in Romeo plus Juliet, the the Baz Luhrmann one. Sure. Have you seen that? No, I haven't. You should see it. I know. I'm I'm very like I don't 
feel a strong like affinity for Leo, and I think that maybe that mm-hmm. might be why. But also, he was like seventeen when it came out, so he wasn't like Leo yet. Sure, he had, he wasn't he, 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 he didn't go on the freaking Titanic yet. Exactly, he wasn't Wolf of Wall Street. So, um, also, I don't know if it's good, but it's good. That's what I'm. So. I'm confused because I saw the cover of it in the genius section. Apparently, it's got like guns and shit, right? Yeah. So they're not like wearing petticoats and talking and no, like no. That's the whole thing is is it's not. very exaggerated like '90s California. And every three months, there's a Twitter post that's like, "Can you believe this was based off of Shakespeare?" And oh, then it yeah, gets like two hundred thousand likes, and then we do yeah. it every two months until we die. Yeah. Can you believe um, that Easy A is a reference to Much Ado About Nothing? And everybody says that's so true. That's so true. Here, here's this one, and then they just post the cover of Romeo and Juliet, and we do the same thing over and over. <laughs> here, so, here, have a have a new animated show on HBO Max based on your funny tweet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one season. Um, so it was originally going to be in the movie, but then they said the song was too good, and we want to put it on our album instead. Yeah, true. <laughs> uh, yeah, because of its inclusion on OK Computer, it was withheld from the film soundtrack. All right. Um, just, just being like, Hey, this song I wrote for your movie, I'm keeping it. It's for me now. Yeah. This is Tom. Sorry. Street. This one has bars on it and not in the musical yeah, this, term sense. Yeah. I, I'm actually writing bars and it's about shooting myself in the head. So, yeah. um, this is my song now. I kind of, I kind of, I, I don't remember the last time we did Romeo and Juliet discussion where you fall on it, but I've, I've kind of mm-hmm. like, I've seen so much discourse about how it's like, it's actually about how kids are stupid that I've kind of come around again, full, I've, mm-hmm. I've done horseshoe theory Mm-hmm. And now I'm back to like, I, I'm listening to the song and I'm like, I, I think it kind of rules that it's like, it's, it sounds like it's like celebrating teen feelings. It's like MCR shit. It's like, we, yeah. we like each other, joke about it. We're in love and we're, and yeah, we're 15 here, here, years old. So, so again, I don't know how many times the horseshoe has, has gone around, but my, you know, uh, official 100% correct take is it is about te- teenagers being in stupid love, but the adults not doing anything to help or right. change the situation or do anything correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, so that means it's good. Right. Um, as long as you don't have a Friar John moment. I, I You know me, I will never do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I just While we're on the subject of like literary analysis, I just want to um, share with you something I learned from Genius. Okay. So in verse four, uh, Thom says, sing mm-hmm. us a song, a song to keep us warm. So you might be hearing mm-hmm. that and you're like, what the fuck does that mean? Um, so yep, I, I hope I hope there are multiple definitions to. So that let me just read from a, an anonymous contributor. Obviously, a song cannot keep one warm, at least not physically. That's preposterous. Okay, this, okay, Rick. This, All right, thank you. This is sung in an abstract sense. Thank you. I learned this from Rick and Morty tonight. Thank you. Thank you need it. You need it. You need a somewhat high level of intelligence to understand the concept of warmth. And yeah, most people in, when I was four years old and I heard this for the first time in 1997, I was so <laughs> like, yeah, most people don't understand. That he mm-hmm. doesn't actually mean that the song will raise the temperature in the room when you're very cold. Uh, but also when he says there's such a chill, it just means like we're hanging out. And yeah, being, there's, like, we're teens. just vibing. We're just vibing. Yeah. So um, yeah, <laughs> Romeo that. and Juliet is about hanging out with your friend. It's about hanging out with your friend. It Like 20 percent of it is. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and, and then, then it gets bad. Um, but also you have to know what warm and cold mean or else you can't truly that's, that's, understand. That's why I was really thankful for that Hey Arnold episode that went over it. Mm-hmm. When like, when it was like Helga yeah. goes to the opera part too, and they did, mm-hmm. and like Curly was Mercutio, it was great. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Harold he came was born out and he was really... like, the definition of cold is lacking heat. And I was like, damn. Lacking heat, whereas c- contrasted to warmth, like, okay, Harold, thank you. Um, yeah, again, you know, if a song isn't 200 beats per minute, I don't care for it. Right. Um, well, speaking but, of, the uh, next song is called Let Down. Yeah. Um, a thing, I don't remember when I, uh, like, first noted it. Maybe literally because of the Romeo and Juliet song. But a lot of these songs on here, um, I could see them playing at, like, during the credits of, like, an uh, early 2000s HBO drama. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, but I, I don't, and I don't mean that in, like, a negative way or anything. It's just, that's, that's right, kind of, watch... I close my eyes and I see a black screen with white text, like, scrolling by. Yeah, you see, it's, it's the episode of The Sopranos where Tony goes to Trafalgar Square and then uh-huh, it of ends course, and it another so another show that I've seen. Yeah, it's the famous one, and he's mm-hmm. like, uh, uh, "I I want my uh, apples and pears." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Uncle Junior, he's like, "Tony, why are you talking like that? You've only been here for it's a great show, great show. I got to see it. It's a great show. It. Can't wait for you to watch it." That's how he sounds on this one. Yeah, every band's got to have a song where it's like it's hard to be touring. Yeah. Which again, uh-huh. Modest Mouse made a whole fucking career out of that, where it's like, it's hard to be in the car. Like, so, <laughs> it's, which, which we'll also be listening to in the not too distant future, I'm sure. But again, not not because of like uh, missing your family and like constantly moving around. It's because you're con- you're always putting yourself at risk to be in another car accident. Right. Yeah. You're the you're the Joseph Joestar of driving cars. Yeah, you're like, burning the candle at both ends by entering the interstate. Exactly. Always very dangerous. But it, that's like you have a true artist knows you have to weigh the pros and cons because you could explode your car and and burn to death but also you can make a song about it yeah so it's like which you know you have to really weigh those options um you know how i like you know how like thom is like a weird guy oh yeah for sure so um there's the part of the song that talks about clinging onto bottles i don't know if you read about this but it originated Mm -hmm. from an idea that tom york thought was hilarious um can i read you a short quote that explains this hilarious instance oh sure um, I'm not going to do the voice. I'm just going to do a normal, okay. Um, okay. A, a normal voice. I was pissed in a club, and I suddenly had the funniest thought I'd had for ages. What if all the people who were drinking were hanging from the bottles? If the bottles were hung from the ceiling with string and the floor caved in, and the only thing that kept everyone up was the bottles? Bro, that wasn't hilarious at all. Bro, that that's some Banksy type Bro, shit. Bro, get off this. That wasn't funny at all. It's the thing how, like, Vince McMahon thinks the funniest thing that can happen in the world is, like, someone going into a pool or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like not really, but... Yeah, like, Vince, I guess Vince McMahon under- just, like, seeing his wife's shoe is untied and just dying of laughter. Yeah, like, someone sneezes and Vince just starts doing his falling out of his chair routine. Mm-hmm. That's so fucking Such funny, good Tom. shit. I wish I could be her friend. I'm so... I'm, that's so funny, I'm gonna fire Bray Wyatt. <laughs> yeah. But again, I say, I say like, oh yeah, I would sure would love to be Tom's friend. But uh, like, I'm always saying I would want to be the Radiohead's drummer because like you get all the benefits of being in Radiohead with none of the like issues that come with it. Like you can just go to the store. Yeah. There's no, there's, if you're the drummer from Radiohead, there's not going to be like a bunch of internet memes from 2007 where it's like, isn't this dude's face weird? Yeah. Doesn't this dude's, yeah. Isn't his face odd? Like that's all Tom. Like here, that's, Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> great thanks tom i'm gonna go uh live a normal life and then go on tour next mm-hmm. month um yeah i i i don't have you know you you we already took our deep dive into uh thoms 
thumb psyche here. Yeah, of, of he, little he's, people. he's singing about Pokemon moves. He says shell smash. Shell smash. You know. Yeah. It's it's a wings, song. Wings wings twitch. Like he's talking about like streaming Pokemon on, on Twitch. Yeah, it's about it you become a big moth because people are mean to you, and you you you, mm-hmm. you, grow, you grow wings, and and you say look at me now i'm flying and everybody everybody realizes that they were wrong to be mean to you we've all been there mm-hmm. uh do you want to go to karma please man he um talks in I, I <laughs> one of several stunning singer singles from radiohead's heavily influential masterpiece like are we allowed to editorialize this much on genius like <laughs> it's I'm, I'm a, I thought I thought it would have to start with karma is a is a concept that right. says you know. Um, can I if I can be completely real with you, this song kind of still fucks to me. I I I still like it. I I figured out something as I was listening to to this um sure this track that that you know one makes sense and and two unlocks a new like a, a new key turned in my mind. In the, when he's like a he's like a was it he he's like a detuned radio yeah. Um, there's the Streetlight Manifesto song where they use that line. Ooh. So kind of, I'm kind of Pepe Silvia-ing. I guess I have to be a big radio yeah. headhead now. And you might have so. noticed that this uses this uses the melody from Sexy Sadie from the Beatles' White Album. So I sh- I should have known that. I didn't catch on. That's why we have this podcast so yeah. I can so this so I can is, catch things. This like is that. a song about what if George Orwell 1984 made you get a haircut? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it fucked up that Isn't we have it? the haircut police? Yeah. Hang on, let me click the genius so I can find out who Hitler is. I Yeah, I was right. Karma is a Sanskrit term for action and generally deals with the results of one's behavior. Incredible, so I was kidding. We, and they actually did it. We did. It, it wasn't in the he, in the header. It was the first line. So, you know. Right. Um, had to look for that, but genius never disappoints. Mm-hmm. So. Um, Tom, uh, Tom says that this is, he says, this song is for someone who has to work at a large company. It's a song against bosses. Fuck the middle management. Thanks, Thom. Yeah, thanks, Thom. Thom saying fuck the middle, middle management is giving me the same thing as Jennifer Lawrence gay rights. Like, yeah. the same, I'm imagining the same image. <laughs> yeah, like every every middle manager I've ever known listens to Radiohead. Yeah. Ra- favorite band, you go to their, their uh, when you are on Facebook and you go to their page, you'd you be like, our my favorite management. bands are middle management. Favorite bands, Radiohead, Rage Against the Machine. Uh-huh. Like, uh, uh, all right. <laughs> Um, I will say that at the end, at the end where, um, Radiohead often does this thing where their music gets big at the end. Mm. Um, and at the very I end, lost like, and like this, there's like the synthy in- instruments to come in that they, like, they sound like they're sighing. That shit's good. Mm-hmm. Like that shit. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, dude. Thank you. Thom. Anytime synths come in, I'm, I'm closing my eyes and like thinking really hard so I can try to pick out if a Mellotron is in there. Sure. Um, and I, there are on a couple songs, I think probably like two or three songs. kill me with a Mellotron and I still wouldn't know what that was. Okay, it's, it's not, it's, it's, um, it's like a keyboard that sounds kind of scary. Oh, yeah, he's a Automator's rapping friend. Yeah, it's Melodron, an Automator. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, like, this is definitely a song that I've heard multiple times in my life, mm-hmm. but I feel like I've never been like, I really want to listen to Radiohead Karma Police right now. Yeah, <laughs> I've never had a certified Karma Police moment. Yeah, yeah, I get <laughs> damn son where'd you find yeah, this all, oh man i got in such a big fight with my wife i think i'm gonna go listen to i'm, Karma I'm gonna go so i won't be so mad yeah golf king oh fuck my wife's also listening to karma police because she's <laughs> yeah <at me. laughs> well this is gonna bring us together right it's gonna save our marriage um 
You want to check in with the Patreon? Yeah. Dot com. So, let, lest, um, oh no, you got that. Karma is important. This is from Tom. Karma is important. The idea that something like karma exists makes me happy. It makes me smile. <laughs> I just like, the, the again, one of the greatest songwriters of our generation. He's like, concepts bring me joy. Yeah, he's, like, he's okay. really like, he's he's sounding a bit like Kojima in some of these. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, he's, Tom says, the only thing more important than karma is the police. Thank you, Tom. Uh-huh. Thank you. R- respect our boys in blue. Real quote from like, okay. Tom. <laughs> okay. Patreon.com slash Thrones, or if you like, you can donate to us. Um, at $1 a month, you get all of our bonus content, including words and deeds. Speaking of Kojima, that I do with Brooks. Um, next episode coming out in the next couple days? Yeah. Metal Gear Solid Five. We're recording The guy there. The guy's there. He's on fire. Um, there's a whale. They put gameplay in this one. They put gameplay in Metal Gear Solid. Um, also, Hall Brawl, that I do with Kim, where we watch Jake and or Maggie Gyllenhaal movies. Also, next episode coming up sometime this mm-hmm. week. So Every time I'm like scrolling through Netflix and I see some shitty Jake Gyllenhaal movie that I've never seen, I'm like, oh, Eddie and Kim in nine months are going to hate this shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're really going to hate. But I'm really looking forward to the first one that we, we have a big divide on, where it's like, I think uh, Nightcrawler is good. And Kim's like, I don't mm-hmm. like it. It was scary. Like that's 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 why she doesn't like it. Yeah. like it was he was mean in that one. It was scary so. because it was 117 minutes. Oh God, don't say that shit to me. I'm sorry, that's why that's why it's been in my like instant queue for like ten uh-huh. months. Because I'm like, oh, maybe I'll watch Nightcrawler tonight. Ooh. Oh, while we're here, I wanna I wanna just as a a recommendation for every every uh you love to hear it sure fan out there. I've been watching a a Korean reality show. And the show is called, the title is very funny. It's called The Genius. All right. And it's basically like um, they have to do some type of game. Like either it's like a lying game or like some type of prediction game where you're like, there's no way to win this. And then it's about them mm. finding ways to like get around the rules and shit. It's so fucking good. And every episode is like an hour and 17 minutes. And I watch every second of it. All right. It's really, if you want to watch The Genius, hit me up. I'll give you the links. It's really fucking good. The only thing is, because it's in Korean, it's subtitled, so you have to actually just sit and, like, watch every second of it. Mm. Unless you speak Korean, but it's so good. If you want to see people just, like, lie to each other and figure, my two favorite things are people lying and figuring out how to, like, manipulate games. Bro, they made, a, so, they made Among Us real. They made Among Us real, but it, it's from, like, 2014, so they didn't get to call each other sus and, and so oh, on. Okay, well, I'm yeah. sure the subreddit <laughs> is, is active, and I'm sure they have... A, a lot of delightful oh, German memes. <laughs> yeah, they have German memes. They're like, oh, uh, uh, Sungyu is acting sus in this episode. They should call like, it the yeah. genius sus. Thank you. That's really good. Oh, my That's first great. gold. Thank you, kind sir. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, kind sir. <laughs> yeah. Um, a certified Hong Jin-ho moment. Thank you. <laughs> um, $5, you get shout outs at the end of episodes and you can request um, albums for us to talk about on Fun Point. $10, you get all that, plus a uh, special user status in the Discord, and we'll make a monster for you, a wrestler in Fire Pro. If you want uh, Tom York to fight the recently released Bray Wyatt in Fire Pro Wrestling, yeah. let us know. <laughs> It'll do the that for you. educated Husky Harris, we can, we can do yeah. that for you. Yeah, t- Tom York has, what is it, the the tank with the Ferrari engine or whatever? Yeah, dude. That's him. He's an, he's an army tank with a Ferrari engine, and we miss him mm-hmm. every day. Patreon.com slash Game of Thrones. Thank you. Next up, we have Fitter Happier. Tom's sitting this one out, dude. Uh, this is this is a song where uh, a, a robot, a Microsoft Sam type of voice, reads all the things to that you do in the suburbs. 
Um, and it's two, it's two Christian minutes long, basically. Here's, um, here's my thing. It's, mm-hmm. it's 1997. Mm-hmm. Did you, when you were in diaper school, did you have like a computer lab class? Yes, I did. Okay. Cause I also, I don't know if that, they probably still have that in some form, but like, mm-hmm. uh, they probably just fucking call that class these days. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I was in computer lab in like first grade or like whenever thereabouts, the funniest and coolest thing in the world was like the word processor that you could use to talk in this voice. So I, yeah. I completely understand Tom's like enamorment with, <laughs> with like, I remember being in the computer lab where everybody was like doing independent computer time and having their big, like Somi headphones in mm. the funniest thing you could do is to be like, Hey bro, check this out. Listen to this. And like you put on the headphones and like the robot is like, Brooks is stupid. And it's like, oh, yeah. you fucking got me, dude. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey guys, 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 everyone, come here, come here. Norman, read us, booty ass, dirt, <laughs> hand slap, prince ass, naked butt ass, booty cheek. <laughs> like, <laughs> but, but this, I feel Mr. like. Mr. Colazzo, come to the front of the class and tell me what Bappy One means right now. No, no, the teacher pulls out the headphones and it's still going. It's like naked, booty out, <laughs> naked ass, Norman Beebus. And I'm like, no, stop. No. <laughs> Mud slap, butt checks, Bappy One. <laughs> so I get it, uh, is what I'm uh, saying. I understand that, like, Tom, he went on a computer for the first time in 1997 and he was like, holy shit, they've really. So- <laughs> So here's where I criticize the band Radiohead. Sure. This seems like some like to to make this as a a like track song on your album is a bit much. Like if this played at like the end of the album as like the hidden track, okay. You know. But to say you have like 12 11 songs on your album and one of them is is going like oh, I'm driving my car to Target. It's like, like and it's also like between like the two most rock and roll songs on the album. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. It's like you're, you know, you're. It's 1997. You're like you're you're having uh, unsatisfying missionary sex with wife, and you put on Karma with Police, wife. which is your favorite song to have sex to. And then it's like, oh man, <laughs> fitter happier came on. Fuck. Oh no, I'm I'm using my microwave dinner. Mm. <laughs> I'm eating my cream cuisine. Yeah, I'm going to the car wash on Sunday. Mm. <laughs> Step in shower. Then go yeah, and to you car wash. Know, yeah, and you know, but it, it, it some of it isn't, I feel like it's like, yes, get dressed and put on your clothes. Like, yeah, like, I have to. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, yeah, Tom just wants to be naked. Yeah, exactly. Bro, wearing your, it's original sin that gave us that shame. Like, it's not our fault. Wearing socks and shoes on your beautiful feet. <laughs> Differentiating like, between socks and shoes, despite them having similar purpose. Yeah. Entering into the pool room. And then, and then it's just chaos after that. Yeah. <laughs> and there's like, there's like, as you know, famously on the show, we're, we're very harsh on cell phone songs. Mm. Um, as far as those go, I think I like this one more than most. Yeah. In as much as you can call but, it a song, first of all. But like, mm. there's, there's a couple like little, like, like fond, but not in love. That's like a, that's okay. Damn robot. That's a little damn. Like still kisses with saliva. Yeah. It's like, that's a gross thing for to make a robot say. Yeah, and like being was it prag- pragmatism, not idealism? Like, okay, yeah, it's like he's at least can... like being mad at Tony Blair, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, not, uh-huh. and not just like like the people who have to say Tony Blair is good. Yeah, like yeah, it, it's directed. It can be interp- It's definitely interpreted as like, hey, uh, what do you expect? I have to drive my shitty car with a 
with a baby in it. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. it's, it's actually, really like... seems fixated on, like, yeah, people be driving around with their babies in the car. Yeah, don't do not do that. Like, I gotta, <laughs> that's, gotta that's... fucking take it to daycare, dude. <laughs> like, that's... It's something my dad would do, is, like, I'll get in my car and, you know, buckle my seatbelt, and he'll just say something fucking ominous, like, uh, that's how they get you. Yeah. I was like, what? What does that mean? Bro, what if you got into the car with your dad, and then your dad turned to you, and he was just like... You eat chicken nugget from McDonald's, and it's like, chicken, oh, shit. Yeah, chicken nugget, 444, Wendy's meal. <laughs> Spicy nuggets back at Wendy's. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Why are you talking be, like that? That would be so fucked up. I'm so scared <laughs> just thinking about it. Yeah. Just completely turning to me rigid and being like, Subway, $5, foot long, no longer exists. No energy. Like, I know. No energy to catch Barracuda. No, I require sustenance. Go to McDonald's, double quarter pounder with cheese. Acquire Barracuda from Long John Silver drive-thru. Yeah, yeah. Long John Silver, Red Lobster Barracuda. <laughs> Cheddar Bay Biscuits. <laughs> Dad, are you okay? Dad. Dad, you stopped on the highway. What are you doing? Yeah, this is why we can't get the fucking car crashes, yeah. Dad. <laughs> You want to talk right. about the Gordon's fisherman? Dad, the wheel, <laughs> keep going. I don't know All what right. I'm doing, and I'm fucking scared. Yeah. <laughs> you want to go into electioneering? Yeah, dude. Have you heard of the goddamn government? Bro, they fucking started doing politics in the 1990s, and I'm fucking sick of it, dude. I I'm here for it. Go off, King. <laughs> it's. It, it said he said, "Hey, do you know who Tony Blair is?" And I said, "I sure as fuck don't." So, no. mm-hmm. um, yeah, if you're talking about a guy that came out before 9/11, I, I can't help you. <laughs> Tom York explained in 1997 that this song was inspired by reading Noam Chomsky, and you know you're about to get the greatest or worst excerpt you've ever heard sure. in your life. As well as that, I had been reading a lot of Chomsky, and I had that feeling when you read Chomsky that you want to get out and do something and realize, in fact, that you're impotent. So yeah, when I read the fucking colorless green ideas, sleep furiously or whatever, I'm like, I just want to go uh-huh. fucking beat something up and do politics. Yeah, I need to go do politics right now immediately. <laughs> I need to go look exactly like the dick flattening meme. Um, yeah, like <laughs> but this is in the '90s, so Noam Chomsky was only like 213 yeah. years old at the time. God, Noam Chomsky would fucking hate computers if you learned about them. If if he listened to Radiohead, OK Computer, he'd be so pissed. Noam Chomsky spends all day just like sending snail mail to George R. R. Martin, and they're the only yeah. two men who've never used a computer, and we love. And them. they yeah, they've never used a computer, and they're always they never get the mail because they're always just in some other place mm-hmm. and like their PO box. Um, so, so again, the the you know I go forwards, you go backwards. The the chorus. Mm-hmm. Ra- here's here's a genius for us. Radiohead's trademark cynicism. Tom York believes that the politician sees himself as going forwards and the general public as going backwards in many aspects. Most rock musicians w- put out songs that were like, <laughs> like the government's good. I love Bill yeah. Clinton. Fuck yeah. Yeah, every, yeah, everyone is many, you know, uh, rock and roll troglodytes are saying we love our government. And you look and it's just one Ted Nugent song listed. Yeah. Like, yeah. All right. Uh, hey, Tom York, have you ever heard of Megadeth? Well, <laughs> well, we don't, don't look up his Wikipedia page in 15 yeah, years. Yeah, well, don't go, don't look up Dave Mustaine, but listen to Megadeth <laughs> music. 
there's there's a baby who lives in your country named Dave Mustaine, and he's going to put out a song <laughs> called Megadeth. You got to listen to it. You got to listen to the song <laughs> Megadeth by song. Dave Mustard, and you're going to love it. <laughs> you got it. Can I tell you that I'm why I'm the most familiar with this song on the album? Because it's the fastest song? I mean, yeah, technically. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So because when I was 13, I, um, I, I wanted to be a famous YouTuber. And back then, mm-hmm. the way you would do it is you would make like... You would make like uh, stick figure music videos. Oh, uh, like the stick figures would like fight. Yeah, yeah. or like you, you know, mm-hmm. like the, the most famous one that I can think of is like the Group X Bang 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 one, where it's oh like, yeah, yeah, it's like a stick yeah, like, figure, like you know, doggy style, and it's like that's so uh, fucking sh- funny. Shrift, Shrifty Five and and so on. Yeah. So yeah. I tried making one to this song because I thought it would go viral ahead of the 2018 election, and I was mm-hmm. like. I was like, oh, shit, this is going to, like, be my first piece of internet fame. Like, I can't wait. Like, this is going to change everything for me. So I started mm-hmm. making an MS Paint music video where it's, like, Joe Biden is playing the drums to the That's beginning. That's so good, dude. And I never got That's past, so- I never actually got to the part where he started singing because I realized I didn't want it to be construed that I was, like, saying that Obama and Biden were the same as McCain-Palin. I didn't want people to yeah. think that I was being too That's, harsh on... You, you like, at age... 13 or whatever considering how your work would be interpreted is way more beyond than what anyone else who has ever put anything on the internet i know i was, I, like, I was simply too genius was, you were you were so ahead of your time yeah, just much like, like radiohead i was like this could sway the election if somebody watches my video yeah. of joe biden playing the drums to electioneering if, if, if my if my stick figure joe biden which is clear enough to for you to make out that it's joe biden that's what like, that's what happens when you're a 13 year old who's like i i'm smarter than everybody else because i watch the daily show every night like that, yeah that's what you get mm-hmm. and also john stewart will invite me on his show to talk about my stick figure music video to talk about my see. my my viral this they you said this is going to be the new gangnam style this changed and this then... changed politics thank you for resisting brooks and I, I would say thank you john i loved you and big daddy thank you john one million dollars please yeah thank you please invite me to the rally to <laughs> let me play my music video live like yeah. dead mouse um, yeah. at the rally to restore sanity <laughs> Anyways, so that's that. So I've listened to the song like 500 times because I kept trying to like line up every drum hit to like the static mm-hmm. MS Paint image of Joe Biden hitting the hi hat. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like the song and I like it when Tom goes Bears Nash. It's it's mm. fun. Thank you so much for everything you've done. You and Tom, of course. Yeah. Uh, climbing up the walls uh, is our next track. Uh, did you like this one because he sounds like he's on a telephone? I kind of did, but the thi- I have a I have another like childhood reason for for disliking this song is because i remember being told in ninth grade when i was trying to get into music i had like a smart friend who like you know like did like art club you know (laughs) where Mm -hmm. it's like oh shit Mm -hmm. they listen to like art shit yeah um and she told me that this is the scariest song she'd ever heard okay so to me i was like oh i gotta stay away from climbing up the walls or else i won't be able to fucking sleep tonight and then it just okay. kind of sounds like the fiend, like <laughs> it's just it's just, it's just Bray Wyatt let me in type, which I wrote type in shit. my notes last night without knowing what would happen to him. Very sad. And yeah, and then there's a portion where uh, again, if like you were listening to a song and you were listening to like critically acclaimed uh, new genius rock band Radiohead, and a guy just started screaming, that's like that's like creepy pasta. Yeah, and like it's that's like, like I it's got like it's got like the spooky creepy pasta drums in it, but then he likes he starts singing in a very like I'm baby voice, which is yeah very incongruous uh-huh. to like. Uh-huh. Like if he was if he was like being like Megadeth and he was like, you know, uh, defy God, drink blood, you mm. know, like that kind of shit that like uh-huh. Megadeth sings yeah. about, like then uh-huh. that would be more congruous to me. Uh-huh. But he's just like, I'm uh-huh. coming on your walls. And it's like, that's not I'm not scared. 
So where when he says 15 blows to the back of your head, uh, Genius has something, a bonus fact about this line. Sure. In, in the binary theory of this album, this song is the 15th song in the progression. That's, I was, I was going to say that actually. <laughs> yeah, I was just, I was waiting for the proper moment to, say to that, fully yeah. bring that up. Um, uh, thank you for that. I was just, the whole time listening to the song, I was just imagining I'm like at a college party and like I walk into somebody's bedroom and they're just alone listening to this. Yeah, just sitting like on the bed staring like, at the Stannis wall Baratheon, and this is just like standing there. Yeah. And it's and like, like hey man, what's up? It's like, bro, oh. I'm not like scared of you or anything, bro, but like, do you want some weed? Like, you... no, you, you have to go in there. You have to go in there and you see that and you'll be like, oh, um, I was, I was uh, looking for Eddie. Have you seen Eddie? Yeah. Nope. Okay. I'm going to keep looking for him. All right. Bye. And the guy turns around and it is you, but it's like a robot version. Oh, fuck. And it's like, enjoy Apple at baseball event. Yeah. <laughs> I require Apple. Apple is necessary <laughs> for my programming devices. Apple, release dopamine. Apple, release dopamine. Score, increase. One run. Mets, now losing. <laughs> Nine to one. Trade deadline approaching. Very angry. Tra- trade deadline. Four, four hours and 13 minutes remain. Starting pitching required. <laughs> Please insert starting pitching into the Apple receptacle. Please insert start. Okay, we got it. You could put Fitter Happier on YouTube and like and label it as like a QAnon drop, and I bet people would think that it was like from from Q. Yeah, it'd be like okay, the baby in the in the back seat. This is about Baron. What we need to That's do is true. protect Baron at all costs. He's going to be our next savior. Mm-hmm. Still kisses with saliva. Our wet president is going to come back in. Our wet president. He's all a big wet sloppy. Because he, he's constantly. Remember when he would, like, after he got COVID, he would go out and rallies and say that? Like, he would be like. He's like, I want to kiss every. He's kissing the, the handsome generals. He's like, I don't usually so kiss, kiss the boys and the girls, but I'll do it. I'll, <laughs> he's like, I'll, I'll give them all hugs and kisses. I'll do it. Um, what, a, what a fun time uh, October 2020 was. And now the the president is like all the same shit is still happening, but it's just like a JPEG of the Crypt Keeper. But everything yeah. else is like exactly it's the just same. a Crypt Keeper lying about getting a cat to us every day. Yeah. And we say, thank you, sir. We Bro, love drop it. Drop the fucking cat already. Uh, You want to go to No Surprises? Yeah, Beach Boys ass song. Let's do it. Beach Boys. This is the uh, kind of this... shit like Charlie Kaufman listens to. Like this is. <laughs> so this, the, the main riff in this song, it kind of sounds like Smashing Pumpkins. Today is the greatest day of my life mm-hmm. and so on. Um, so that's I was like, wait a second, which one came out first? Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. Who 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 ripped who off? Who who ripped who off first? Who's gonna buy a wrestling promotion? Right. I don't know. We'll have to see. <laughs> I love watching Billy Corgan's NWA or TNA or whatever wrestling promotion. It's so good. Me too. I can't wait to see Bray Wyatt there. Yeah, I can't, I can't wait to see um, Large Dudley, which is his new name. Uh huh. <laughs> He's gonna do great. Again, like in in this one, and this is also one of the. This was a, a very popular song, and still is. Um, but again, it's like talking about a handshake of carbon monoxide, which is like the wildest shit you could say in 1998 or whatever. Yeah, because they didn't know about 9/11 yet. So like they exactly they didn't know how truly twisted things could be. They so. were like, "I'm so fucked up over the Cuban Missile Crisis from 30 years ago." Yeah, but but I I am happy about when the Berlin Wall fell, but also now I have to go to job. Yeah, so, now I do have to go to job though, and I have a bellyache due to society. I have a I have a bellyache and 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 arthritis due to various society issues, uh, such as me going to job, and that's it. Yeah. Nothing else is currently bothering me. It is kind of nice to like know that people in the '90s were also having like tummy trouble. Yeah, exactly. Uh, hey, did you know um, bellyache has two different meanings? No, I've only known the one. 
let's see what Becky Escalator and Jaleebs uh, say. So, um, firstly, nausea, uh, which is a symptom of carbon monoxide poisoning. That's, bro, if All you right. ever tell me you're nauseous, I'm like, bro, get, to, get out of the house now. Yeah, that's probably the first. Um, also, um, the phrase bellyaching refers to one's complaining loudly. So, that's what we in the business call a double entendre. Oh, so, that's yeah. so cool that Tom knew about it. He must have had to go to the library and like get like a real he, encyclopedia because he didn't have. Yeah, he, he. Yeah, he watched uh, Romeo and Juliet, Baz Luhrmann, and he said, mm-hmm. oh, "I can use my words in ways that that convince people of things." <laughs> Damn. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say uh, when the when the like twinkly music box shit hits on the second chorus, hell yeah, brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, from genius user, keep myself fit. Six years ago, I think the carbon monoxide alarm is a metaphor. People want to live blissfully ignorant of what is slowly killing them because it feels better in the short term. 208 upvotes. Yeah, dude. You solved it. You figured out Radiohead. Thank you. Using pesticide to clean lawn. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going into I'm going into my garage and starting my car with the door closed. This is a <laughs> metaphor for ending my life. Uh-huh. Um, I think it's actually a metaphor for fixing your car. Because the car, he can't drive it. Yeah. Uh, and he wants to drive it, even though it's dangerous, because he wants danger in his life. Hit manatee with speedboat. The manatee <laughs> is a reference to, like, how the childhood dream that Tom had of being, like, a cool guy. Manatees are a large sea creature that is frequently found in Florida. That's true. Yeah, thank you. Um, You want to get to the Britney see. Spears cover? Let's get it, yeah. Isn't she lucky? It's Hollywood time. Not a girl. Not yet a woman. Not yet a woman. With a taste of your lips, I'm on a ride. (laughs) You're toxic. I'm slipping under. It's from 1995? What the hell's going on here? Like, this is how you know, like, yeah, Lucky, the penultimate track, was written around the time of the 1990s Bosnian conflict. Like, this might as well be fucking 200 years ago. Yeah, like, this is, this is uh, when, when if I wasn't If I wasn't born yet, it never happened. Yeah. So. Yeah. If you're, mm. bro, if you're, if you're like, over the age of, like, 32, I, I, I can't help you. Like, I don't. Yeah. You, <laughs> like, if Doc Gooden was still on the Mets, that never happened. Yeah. So. <laughs> If you if 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 you think of Shaquille O'Neal in the Magic jersey, I can't help you. Yeah, uh-huh. uh huh. And this is our final song about dying in various different types of accents. This is about being on a plane with a big bopper and Elvis, and then mm-hmm. and just seeing what happens. So apparently, uh-huh. um, guitar Ed on this album, the guitarist Ed O'Brien, he's like strumming the nut in this one. Oh, okay. That's what I'm. I'm told that that's the way that you're doing the guitar technique. Is you you that's. You strum above the nut of the guitar. Yeah. And you don't fret. Uh, and, and, and and you make it sound like shit. Yeah. That's what I feel like everyone's done that once as a joke. But Radiohead is the only band brave enough to make a full song out of it. Right. Yeah. 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 Mm. And, they, and they they thought of the most fucked up thing possible where they were like, oh, you thought the song about a car crash was fucked. Check this out. Plane. Check this out. This one's a plane. Next in, one. Watch in out. Interstellar plane. Cool. Next, it's going to be a spaceship, and then we're going to um, just take it from there. You liked when we'll I see. said, um, you liked when I said the three syllable word juggernaut in one syllable. Mm-hmm. Check this out, superhero, mm-hmm. one syllable. Superhero, like that's what he fucking does in the song. He likes it. So th- that's the difference when you're when you're like a really you know too many common 
run-of-the-mill bands super enunciate every word too much. That's they make true. it too clear what they're saying. That was Tom, the problem. That know. was my problem with like grunge in the nineties. And the, exactly, is it was too it. it was too legible. Yeah, you know that's what you need to kind of spice things up and take it on a different path. That's true. They were like, grunge is already so hard to understand when there's a guy from Seattle singing it. What if we? Exactly. What if we got a what British we, guy? <laughs> yeah. What if we got a guy from like. Uh, Stevens on times or whatever and said here you go <laughs> it's my favorite steven universe episode stevens on times when he's late yeah, yeah that's where it's like oh steven i'm i'm so mad at you for being late and he's like i'm sorry ruby mm-hmm. i'll do better and then everybody cries <laughs> in the episode and then everyone argues on the internet about it yeah and everybody's like i uh i i think ruby was wrong for that one i think i think i think ruby is gaslighting steven and we're still talking I about think ruby is married Radiohead to steven's Lucky. dad who lives in a in a house <laughs> oh, fuck <laughs> you never say that shit to me again so um did you know that tom york himself was invited to 10 downing street following tony blair's historic election win in may 1997 but he, i did not know that and he said yes i like it he refused to go uh yeah, that seems like our tom because tom seems york like put out an that. album called okay computer where he said fuck you tony blair i'm gonna say robot shit at you and then tony He's blair was like i love this damn this new shit hitting you gotta come over yeah, and listen t- to this with me yeah yeah <laughs> tony blair said tom york your fans will not give you 50 likes yeah <laughs> you will you will never sell an, an album that's better than the bends yeah I remember seeing when i was a kid seeing a co- the, the album cover of the bends and being scared of it yeah the bends is scary looking yeah, that's why uh, I didn't it, pick it's it. like it's like um, scary in the way that like, you know, not like mustard plug cover is scary. It's scary in like an, a, a way where you're not it's like uh, eldritch scary where you're like not sure what you're looking at. Yeah, because it looks like the iRobot robot coming. Yeah, but he's covered in like like ooze or something like Ivan ooze. Yeah. Um, oh, they love doing that because like, like a lot of Creed albums look exactly like that where it's just like a version one CGI guy just like being weird yeah every Creed album has fucking Vector Man on it and he's like doing a pose <laughs> like he's doing the Jesus pose yeah it's Pepsi Man nutting thank you yeah. <laughs> looks good Creed thank you looking forward to <laughs> thank you with arms wide open yeah, looking forward to my next pick um, I, I, I forget if I mentioned that that it was like my niece's sweet 16 or something and he was like here it is or she's gonna do it's a Scott dance Staff with her father and it was like they played like with arms wide open or that something and i had to like ass. leave the room because i i, I was like oh my stomach is hurting too bad i have to <laughs> welcome go welcome to this place yeah, yeah. well i'll show you everything like oh i have to leave right now i love that song because there's you know fuck subtext dude i can't wait to talk mm-hmm. about it with you someday but it's just it's, looking forward it's just to straight it. up like i heard that i'm having a baby today and things will be different now <laughs> well i just heard yeah man this is relatable yeah Finally, we have The Tourist. Um, <laughs> this track... Let, I, I have to unlock the rest of this. My this track is about life. enjoying life. When a tourist visits a place, he usually feels like he has to do a lot to take in the sights, making him move at a fast pace, hence Tom telling him to slow down. Hey, man, slow down. It's good. That's how we, Tom, did you just join the Front Bottoms? Yeah. <laughs> How's your side project going, man? Yeah. Slow down, this night's a perfect shade of... Don't Don't waste your time on me, you're already... (laughs) Like, any time... I've got the gift of (laughs) (laughs) one-liners. Thank you, Tom. If I'm ever on... Like, I'm... 
on the rare occasions where I used to be able to like go on a vacation somewhere, sure. I'm always torn between knowing that like I should be out and doing things and taking in the the ambiance in various sites or just sitting in a in a cool room on a bed. Yeah, like, that's what I'm I um back when I thought that we were approaching the end of the novel coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Um I bought a 5-day ticket to my national conference in Seattle and I was very excited to like to 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 go there because i only have something to do on thursday and sunday so it's like i could mm-hmm. go to like the seattle aquarium and all that shit but i know once mm-hmm. i get there i'm just gonna be like hotel bed three days let's go yep that's it two masks in bed no friends good night yeah let's do it we're done i can't wait to see what the fuck when i get my job that i'm definitely gonna get yeah. just whatever requirements so to like yeah you you either like i'm gonna be mad no matter what they tell of me of course because um, you live in society as the robot I, I, I live in society yeah boss apply give to, you guideline apply to job online governor says you can or cannot wear a mask <laughs> okay thank you i appreciate it thank you i'm still gonna do it but like yeah you just let me know what everyone else you have to tell them to do it because i don't trust like that yeah anyway uh, this, this song is about when you're, uh, dumb as fuck and you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, it's like, bro, you're gonna, you're gonna miss the Arc de Triomphe, you gotta fucking go. Oh, shit, alright. But again, being me, I have to be like, I can't see the Arc de Triomphe. I have to see, like, the, the place where they make, like, the third best baguette. Sure. Like, that's where I have to go. Because <laughs> I can't go to the best one, but if it's, like, Michel- Michelin star, one star, I'm like, I'll probably check that place yeah, out. Yeah, I have to go to the hot dog joint that Elvis ate at once. Yeah, I have to. Hey, I have to. I have to go to Elvis. Elvis's big doggers and see what, when I what went, the. When I went to the, to the Louvre in my Paris trip like ten years ago, like there was this little mm-hmm. diner like right outside of it, and like the mm-hmm. the funniest thing up until that point in my entire life was when I looked at the menu and they had an item called Lay Hot Dog. <laughs> That's still pretty funny. It's pretty good. Like it was. It was. It. It's like. <laughs> I, I can't. I can only remember like a handful of paintings that I saw in my day in the Louvre, but I remember. I remember lay hot dog, and like, you know, more like than my mother's face. Like a week before you left on that trip, you watched a video that was like, "I am lit tired." Yeah, I was watching your like videos. Uh huh. Yeah, great shit, OP. <laughs> anyway, that's Radiohead. That's Radiohead. Um, I th- I think I'm gonna listen to more Radiohead. Yeah, I did enjoy it more. I kind of thought it, I kind of picked it because I was like, "This will be funny." I bet we don't, I bet we won't like it as much as like the, the critics at Pitchfork, the big the big wigs say. But I I did end up liking it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, the only reason we don't like it as much as the critics at Pitchfork is because we don't know what like sonically engaging means. Yeah, like someday when I'm like 60 and I like I I know what an arpeggio is, like I'll yeah, I'll be like, "Oh my god, what a what a tremendous sound stage." Yeah, and I'll like, be like, yeah, this reminds I me bet. of the Bosnian conflict of the 1990s that I've read. Yeah, damn, I'm thinking, I'm thinking about my good personal friend Tony Blair once again. Yeah. Anyway, um, what do we do for Slap City or? Yeah, Slap City. Uh, okay, let me bring that up. Um, scroll down there, check this out. Uh, I went first last week. Oh, starting to grumble. You know what that means? Okay, let's wrap it up. <laughs> let's read those fucking names. Uh, Slap City. <laughs> Uh, I went first last time, so you're up. Um, so when I watched the 2009 Grammys, I think it was, um, it was the first mm-hmm. time I ever like heard good live music that was good. I think, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and it was when, it was when Radiohead played 15 Step uh, with like a the USC Trojan marching band. Um, so I'm gonna uh-huh. pick 15 Step by Radiohead because I, th- I think okay, I'll good. put that on. Um, a thing I did is on on the rare occasions where um, I don't know like what to what to put on, I just look up other songs released that year. 
and pick something that's kind of in the complete opposite direction. Sure. So I, I looked up, you know, 1997, um, and I found something that I enjoy on there, and I'm going to pick The Rain, Super Duper Fly by Missy Elliott. Oh, okay. I thought you, I thought you were going to pick Eminem Rap Olympics, which also came. No, out. I wasn't. Um, this okay. is this is a video where she wears the big the big garbage. Oh, great. Suit. Yeah, and she's well like in deserved. front of the camera, and Tim Timbaland is around. Yeah, like he's just sure. he's um his, his you can feel his ominous presence. Mm-hmm. You know, Ludacris shows up with his big mega scissor hands. Yeah, Luda. <laughs> um. Anyway, that's my pick. Thank you. Uh, let's go into questions. You can uh, send us a question at you love to hear it on Twitter. Um, let's see, lot of, lot of Radiohead fans in the chat this yeah, week. I had to get our SEO up, you know. Um, let's see, uh, Matt, friends of the show. I don't know how to read his little like icon guy. It's like a happy man, know. you know, a little happy, little happy man. Says uh, bigger, longer, uncut, fun point when. Oh yeah, Still we didn't really talk about South Park, did we? No, well, our, our questions did, so okay. <laughs> well, maybe great. we subconsciously saved them for that. Um, uh, so, yeah, if, I mean, if you're not going to pick South Park Bigger, Longer, Uncut Soundtrack, then I guess, uh, you know, sometimes, sometimes. Well, we are we are steadily approaching episode 100. We are so. steadily approaching that for sure. Mm-hmm. And we're running out of like good albums like My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. So it's exactly like, we said we talked we we talked about all we're going to have to talk about. We already did graduation Horrible, or something. So yeah. Yeah uh let's stay on the lookout for that yeah uh betty media at winter's house friend of the show says how would the world be different if dick cheney really listened to radiohead's okay computer and then there's a an excerpt from it looks like a wikipedia article chris martin of coldplay remarked that it would be interesting to see how the world would be different if dick cheney really listened to radiohead's okay computer i think the world would probably improve that album is fucking brilliant it changed my life so why wouldn't it change his bro i love Um, i love I love 1997. Like I, I love, I love dumb motherfuckers I, so much. I, like I love Daily Show liberalism because I was in it so deep. <laughs> I, yeah, me too. But like the guy from Coldplay being like, "How did this not change his life?" Like he wants to fucking kill everyone. Yeah. <laughs> like that's the difference between you and you want to make music. He yeah, wants, he, he wants, wants everyone to be dead. Yeah, like he there's wants your to, like, bathe in blood. <laughs> yeah, and, like I like, love, if, like Chris Martin would be ratioed today, but like. I bet that mm-hmm. sold like an extra hundred thousand albums back. Like, and I would yeah. have been one of them. Where it's like, that's so yeah. true. Chris Martin of Coldplay. I love Viva La Vida and Clocks. Thank you. And then you go to the to the Coldplay concert and you hold up a big sign so that no one else can see, and it says like, "Listen to this, Dick Cheney." Yeah, you know. And then that's yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Bush and Cheney win by five hundred million votes. Yeah, they win by even more. Yeah. Yeah. They actually do win, and everyone right, yeah, they says okay. Do win the yeah. It's, mm-hmm. Not to get not to get too political on us, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Lackandy's nuts at Yanos Kapuvari on Twitter says, "Do you think computers have feelings? Do you think they have little men in them? How do you think they work?" I don't fucking know. Uh, yeah, there's a bunch. It's like Toy Story, where they're little guys that they like. They fucking my computer guys fucking hate me because I'm just making them run Genshin Impact all day. <laughs> and, they, and they're like, "Bro, enough of this. You gotta stop." And Bro, I'm like, "No, you, I need." You have been on Genshin Impact every time I go on Discord. I, I'm like, I I know what you're playing. So. Final Fantasy, the last updates before um, the new expansion came out, and that's not coming out till like October, October, November. So I needed some shit to get heavy into. Um, and I, I downloaded Genshin Impact when it came out like last year, and I was like, oh, that's kind of cool, but I don't know. And then I feel like I came back from for one event and I got like three super golden rare drops and I'm like, I got to keep this train going, mm. you know. Well. Uh, and so far I've been like, I haven't spent 
um, money on. I there's like the you know the like battle pass or whatever for each event, like each time period. Sure. I haven't spent anything other than that, and I've gotten so fucking lucky. Like I have to, I just have to keep it going. I keep getting all these good guys. All right. Uh, I don't know if if it's a good game. I don't think it's a good game, but I like playing it. It's me playing Pokemon Unite. Okay, who do you play though? I I I mostly Machamp. play Machamp. Yeah. So Machamp Machamp is decent. You have to build Machamp. No, like if your team doesn't have crowd control, you got to take submission. Yeah. If there if there's but fucking if, no defenders on the team, we're probably losing. But yeah, I I, I have one guy from each role that I that I have uh, unlock. So if you ever want to, I'm I'm almost I'm like great ball level ranked or whatever Ooh. so yeah yeah when you need when you need a genshin break we'll uh yeah he got game night yeah i do think we computers can... have feelings computers do have feelings and i'm sorry for for constantly making them play genshin impact um oh minimize my page uh let's see from stephanie friend of the show at age of oddish do you think scott Turnerman deserved what he had coming to him or do you think he could have been rehabilitated I, I'll let you take I point fucking, on this one. I, I hate this episode so much because of how it was like, this is a genius episode of South Park that shows it can be more than the poo-poo pee-pee show, and it's literally just, like, sh- more Shakespeare shit. You know, like it's, it's, a, it's about a kid selling his pubes to another kid. Like, what are you talking yeah. about? And then and then he eats his parents. So Yeah, it's, um, it's move over, Joffrey. Epic? Yeah, it's like Cartman. You know, he he appears to be just an, an uh, obnoxious asshole, but he has a true. F- he just likes they use him to be racist. Yeah, they do make he, him. He's yeah. a little boy that they do whatever they want in the episode. He's not real. He's not real. It's a funny episode though. I'm not gonna lie. I watched it, funny <laughs> I watched it a couple months ago. Funny episode. It's a funny because Radiohead shows up and they're like, is, and they even they even he, like Thom is on it. Like he plays himself. Mm. And he's like, I, I do. And Radiohead show up and they're like, wow, you really are posting cringe, yeah, aren't you, Scott Turner? baby, aren't you? Uh, do, do I make you horny, baby? Yeah, I'm Radiohead. And, and he's then, like, I'm so sad. I'm going to go listen to my favorite song. And then the like the ro- robot is like, having to eat your parents. <laughs> got eating like, eating pubes and your parents <laughs> in the chili cookout competition. Uh, Let's see. Let's... uh. Two and ten, but a close two and ten. Antigone Progeny. That's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, whoa, paranoid android. Is that a freaking epic hitchhiker's guide reference? As an insufferable teen, Radiohead was my "Look how smart I am" band, and Hitchhiker's Guide was my "Look how smart I am" book. What was your "Look how smart I am" book? Probably The Stranger. Ooh, yeah. Definitely the first time I read The Stranger, I didn't get it, but I pretended like I did. Yeah, it's about like a guy who like goes to the beach and has a bad day at the beach. It's a, it's a guy who has a bad day at the beach, yeah. Yeah. It's about he goes to the beach that makes you old. It's it's about two vi- guys who have di- both different but very bad days at the beach. And and that's what uh, Camus was trying to say. He's like, yes, isn't this fucked up? And I say, yes, you can have a bad day anywhere. Right. And that's what it's about. Um, I mean, I was like that about fucking every Kirk Vonnegut book, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, probably. I mean, I'm, I'm like that now about, like pedagogy of the oppressed and shit like, yeah I'm like i'm still like i'm 28 years old and i'm still like uh prior to the novel coronavirus i'm like sitting out on a park bench being like does anybody want to watch me read howard's in does anybody want yeah to i'm see? like Freire, you know i'm on your side but sometimes you gotta slow it down a bit for me man like um i agree with you yeah but can you make it really stupid for me to understand yeah <laughs> can you say more about how teachers are very mean to students yeah i like that shit where and, it's like, and then i can say true where, where that part where you were like, hey, how come they have to learn the Pythagorean theorem, but they don't learn about voter registration? It's like, thank you so uh-huh. much, Paolo. Thank you so much. I'm saluting you right now. 
Uh, finally, a few variations on this question. Um, basically, if you had to have a head that wasn't like a human head, like like a radio head, what would you pick? You know, I'm gonna pick a fucking iPhone. I mean, it's a fucking Dead Mouse, dude. De- yeah, Dead Mouse is freaking epic, though. All right, you got it. Yeah, yeah. It'd be cool to just okay. have like a big like orca head, like a full orca, just like like horizontally um, like gang there. gang orca, gang orca. Yeah, like gang orca. Yeah. Yeah, That'd be cool. I, I think I would be Gang Orca for my hero. <laughs> gang Orca. Well, you already picked that, so I guess I have to pick the only other option, which is you, pair of best jeans. genus. <laughs> the best genus. Yeah, you have a fucking Levi's ass head. All right. Ah, oh, so sucks. At you love to hear it on Twitter. Thank you. Uh, it's time for us. We had our two picks, so now it's time to hear from you, the viewer. Um, so for our next Patreon pick, I'll read um the post here. Okay. Uh, let's see. Do you want me to? This is okay, this is sorry. from. Uh, okay, while while I'm reading this, can you? Do you have the yeah, the friends of the show ready? Okay. This is from our friend Scout, and uh, this this email says my selection is a very good album of Before These Crowded Streets, 1998, by Dave Matthews Band. DMB is my favorite band of all time. Yes, I will die on this hill, because they remind me of good times with my mom and make me feel nostalgic. They were my first concert when I was 12. My mom really wanted someone to, to go with, and I remember having a great time, but also falling asleep. <laughs> I've seen them redacted a number of times, and I always look forward to doing it every summer with my mom and my sibling. Love, Mia Dave. So, Oh, shit, Alanis uh, Morissette's on this. I want you to know that we are listening to the Dave Matthews That's Band. Right. We are listening before to these crowded streets. Pig by Dave Matthews Band. I'm looking at the track listing now. I can't wait. Uh, let's see what's on here. Ooh, there's a song called Halloween. That one's probably scary. Yeah, that one's probably got Papa on it. Be, be careful. So this is what's, I believe, known as a jam band. So some of these track lengths, you know, they're pretty up there. Yeah, so listen, the the the, the robot producer in, on the other side of the glass is like, please stop. You're, you're, you're having too much euphoric euphoria on this song. Like, you, you have to stop. And they're like, Some, oh, we're Someone is... So, again... Don't know what to prepare for. Don't know what we're going to get. Someone in this personnel listing is listed as playing the penny whistle. Yeah, dude. So Thank you, Scout. Some fire fire bucket type shenanigans. Ooh, we got a Chapman stick on here? What the fuck is that? Yeah, dude. Uh, it's like a weird guitar. All right. Okay. I thought it was Mark's. I- I'm sure it will be exciting, but, you know, I thought it was some type of new shit that I haven't discovered yet. Sure, yeah. The Lovely Ladies are credited on this album, right. so that's going to be Always good. I'm a big well, fan of Lovely Ladies. Dave Matthews Band, uh, check in two weeks and we'll see how that goes. Yeah, we'll tell you if it's good. Um, page, Patreon. Yeah. Our best friend of the show and above patrons, and they are, in a normal order... Ziva, Weed Lord mm-hmm. Vegeta, Vervain Brain, Valerie W, Trigger Harpy, um, almost just closed my entire, my entire Chrome, that would have been a bit cringe. Mm-hmm. Um... Looking at screens on computer. Uh, going to Patreon. Sorting sorting by payment. Sorting by last name. Sorting by backwards. Z through A. <laughs> McDouble at Wendy. McDouble. Spin move. McDouble. Fall out of pocket. <laughs> Tufster McGee. The Master DS. Than Yu. Sylvie McAvoy. Stephanie Ruff. Silvery Air, Sensual Kazoo, Sarah McClintock, Sarah Lucky Dice Kirby, Ryan West, Ryan Lester, Reliet, Raleigh, Paul Moran, Paul Blurt Fleshcart, Nero Wyvern, Milk Succubus, Maximilian Rower, Matt Berger, Magdalene Jenny, Lauren LeBlanc, Lenini, 
Don't you be a meanie. K. Darling, Janos Capovari, It Was a Penguin, Hecabe, Graham of Steel, Eddard Stoink, Derek. Great big sword. Um, large sword. Cybernia, <laughs> Caroline Savage, Black Hayate is a very good boy. Big titty, gra- excuse me, big titty goth <laughs> trad wife. <laughs> Barrier trio. Bean. Bean. Uh, Audrey Olson, Anna Exby, Andres Gonzalez, Alex C, Sarah and Blair, Roy, Paul Bechtel, Patrick Gallagher, Neve Noel Williams, Matt Romero, Elliot Pokemon Vaughan. number one, Bulbasaur. <laughs> Pokemon number two, Ivysaur. Right on, learns Surf. <laughs> Human doesn't know how to. Uh, Elliot Valentine, Destry Hawk, Curse Goat, uh, Big Flat Bunt, Antigone Progany, and Alex Shaup. Thank you all very much. Thank you so much for all of your cherished donations to keep us um, doing that voice forever until we die. It's either that or it's it's Mafia Henchman. You got to switch it up every now and then. Yeah, you, you're, you're lu- there was a lot less. <laughs> you're lucky that we got computer voice because there would have been way more gomper. Hey, b- hey buddy, you better get fit and happy or more productive real quick. Yeah, I'm telling you, I go to my job every day and I don't feel any personal satisfaction. Hey, What's going on hey here? Hey, buddy, get out of the road. I got baby in backseat. I got baby in backseat. I got my car. It's safe. I got the belt buckles on. I got the all-terrain tires. Don't Ooh, worry buddy, about buddy, don't me. think I won't kiss you with saliva. Oh, watch out. I'm going to go vote for Tony Blair <laughs> at my in my local Ooh, area that we voted. <laughs> the one thing about this character is that I hate unions. Oh, you do listen. I gotta go vote for the Tories now. Oh, <laughs> here I go. Uh, we started a new anime on uh, Chance Ball. It's Cor- the basketball, which Koriko plays Koriko's basketball. Mm-hmm. So you can tune in next week for that. And in two weeks, we'll be back with Dave Matthews' man and his and his gang of roving fiddle players and so on. Sure. Um, this week, look for uh, new words and deeds and uh, Hall Brawl on the Patreon feed. So stay tuned for that. Uh, thank you, Thom. Thank you, uh, Barack Obama. Yeah, thank you, Tony Blair, Dick Cheney. Tony Blair, Dick Cheney, um, Chris Martin from Coldplay, John McCain, John McCain, Josh Veal. Thank Josh Veal. <laughs> thank you all so much. Uh, give me some reggae. Bye. Bye.